This is your KRDO News Radio on demand news update. Members of the clergy now standing watch over the Club Q Memorial to make sure that everyone feels safe to grieve. Colorado Springs police say that anti LGBTQ protesters were yelling at people there over the weekend. Claudia Aguilar is one of the pastors volunteering. She stood watch for four hours yesterday, joined by other pastors who came in in shifts. All of them want to make sure that those in attendance can pay respects and receive spiritual support knowing they are protected. There was a different group of people kind of uh, saying a message that was more about punitive action from God. And uh, it is that kind of theology that really creates this environment of violence. Religious leaders say that they will continue taking shifts as long as they see a need. Mental health experts in Colorado Springs are preparing for more calls from people seeking help in the wake of the Club Q shooting. Right now, Rocky Mountain Crisis has 320, excuse me, 230 employees ready to answer calls 24 hours a day. However, they're preparing to up that number to more people as they begin their services and say that they'll continue to have calls come in with those wanting to grieve the losses following that shooting. Typically, Rocky Mountain Crisis receives some 20,000 calls a month. CEO Bev Marquez believes that by mid-December, the number will increase significantly by people who are indirectly impacted by the shooting. Those are the calls that we start to get earlier, is I'm concerned about perhaps my child who is in the LGBTQ community. What can I say? Should I check in? Would it make it worse? Currently, out of the 230 employees at Rocky Mountain Crisis, 70% of them are handling area crisis calls. A new terrorism bulletin issued by the Department of Homeland Security says recent mass shootings, including the one here in Colorado Springs, is an example of a rise in violent extremism. KRDO's Bren Carmen explains. The bulletin issued yesterday says the suspect in the deadly shooting at Club Q is being praised by extremists in forums known for racially or ethnically motivated violent content. The bulletin also noted that the ongoing threat to faith-based communities, mentioning recent threats to Jewish synagogues. The bulletin urges possible targets of extremist violence to be prepared and asks anyone who might have information about potential threats to contact law enforcement. Bryn Carmen, KRDO News Radio. 2022, now officially the deadliest year on Colorado Springs roads. Police say that Rondell Wynn became the city's 52nd traffic fatality this year when he was hit by a vehicle on November 14th. This is the second time in the past three years Colorado Springs has broken its record for deaths on area roadways. Authorities are urging drivers to slow down and drive safe to avoid further tragedy. Colorado Springs police say that an officer was not injured after the patrol call was hit by another vehicle. Authorities say that that officer was sideswiped at Fountain and Powers yesterday morning while the patrol car's emergency lights were on and they were responding to another accident. The other vehicle fled the scene and has not been located. An investigation is continuing to date into this case. And a pedestrian cited after being hit by a car yesterday evening in Colorado Springs. Police called to Powers and Palmer Park just around 520 last night on the report of that auto pedestrian accident. Northbound power shut down for about an hour or so during the course of the investigation. Investigators now believe that that pedestrian, identified as Donald Sneed, was crossing against the signal. Gusty conditions expected to pick up as we head towards the evening hours with that greatest risk for the overnight hours. Very general 60 to 80 mile per hour wind gusts are expected overnight into that Friday morning commute. Now, we are watching for that Pikes Peak region. Isolated gusts upwards of 100 miles per hour are in that forecast. Pueblo, wind's going to be a bit calmer, but blowing dust going to be a significant threat for that Friday morning commute limiting visibility along that I-25 quarter, Southeast Mountain, Southern I-25. That's where wind gusts of 70 to 100 miles per hour 
are in that forecast. Winds do quickly come to an end by Friday evening, already seeing them come to an end, but with that, be prepared for some travel disruptions Friday morning. From the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Joe Rook. Get news traffic weather live on KRDO's morning news weekday mornings from 5 to 9. KRDO's afternoon news weekday afternoons from 4 to 7. On KRDO News Radio or anytime at KRDO.com.